0: Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gate's daily podcast. If you love Wisdom's Echo and want to invest in the lives of our speakers, head to patreon.com slash Wisdomsecho, where for as little as two dollars a month you can help us deliver the same impactful content you enjoy. my name is lindy masters i'm going to talk about being mature sons today one of our least favorite things is to talk about maturity but today we're talking about maturity because we need to come to maturity if ever we've been in a situation in a in in a time in our lives where we need to know how to walk into a place of maturity it's now and you know oftentimes I think I'm mature and then something happens and then I see I'm not mature I am immature I am so God is calling us into maturity as sons now to be honest we need intent we need desire and we need faith to be able to have substance for our engagement with Yahweh and these things take maturity you have to have intent so many people say I can't see I can't do this I don't know how to see in this realm I can't do these things I want to say to you you have to have intent. You have to turn your heart towards Yahweh and have intent for that which he wants to do. Another one is desire. You have to have the desire, not the hope so the thumbsuck. suck. Oh God, please, 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 please cross my fingers, touch wood, hope I get it, you know, run around the bush three times. That is not desire. We need intent and we need desire. I need to desire this more than I desire the air to breathe. And then faith. I spoke at the last time about faith an absolute um, ability to just say, Father, I reach into the unseen realm. I take everything. I take all that you are and I reach into faith. And then I will be able to have substance for my engagement with Yahweh. Many people, I'm afraid uh, to say in the in the church world, have been given so much of Christianity on a plate. And so there's not any need to dig deeper to find a place of maturity to get it. We just want it on a plate. And we have a FOMO thing, you know, fear of missing out. So we, <clears throat> we go on everything. We listen to everybody so that we can hear all that they're saying, so that we can grab hold of everything and and not miss out, but then haven't really learned how to walk it out by faith as mature sons and I did a meeting today, and and uh, I've been walking with these folks for some years, and I left them in in these rooms to talk, chat rooms to talk some situations, some some quite heavy topics about, you know, to talk about them. And the one lady said, "No, we can't do that. We're we're really new at this." And I went, "Well, how are you new at this? You've been doing it for years and years with me. Come on now, it's about maturity." And I know some subjects are hard, and they and they do feel like we're new at these subjects, but intent. Desire, faith have to be the substance of all our engagement with Yahweh. It's not going to fall in our laps with a hope so and a thumbs So to get us to maturity, God often causes us to break our religious mindsets. How many of you love having your religious mindsets broken? And you know, honestly, I often think I don't have a religious mindset until I do. Something will happen and it'll just jump out at me. And I think, oh my word. I cannot believe how I'm manifesting right now because my religiosity just jumped up and went, oh, I don't think that is true. I don't think that's what the scripture says. Oh, I don't know if that's from God. And so I have this litmus test of my understanding of the word and God. And I use that for everything that doesn't fit into my narrative. And I get intense about it and I get all discombobulated, lovely word, I get discombobulated about it because I'm going, well, that's not what it says, that's not what it does. And then you go, right down, tiger. And I have to like deal with myself because if I think that I know everything about God and about Scripture and I have a full understanding of who God is, then he's a God of my imagination. This is God Almighty, the creator of the heavens and the earth. And the earth is constantly creating and and the universes are constantly creating. So God is ever expanding into all of this. And I think I know everything about him. Impossible. It cannot be so. So to get us to maturity, God often causes us to break our religious mindsets. Now, you look at someone like Ezekiel. Ezekiel was an Azorite. He had never, ever done anything unclean. But he was was told to burn hair, he was told to burn feces, all these things that were not something he would have done. Um, If you look at You know, different people in scripture that were told, go and, you know, marry a prostitute or go and do stuff that you would never do before. Why? To break a religious mindset. Even John, who was uh, uh, the cousin of Jesus, had to go to the wilderness and said he ate locusts and he he was like a wild guy out there and he was, you know, baptizing people. And I don't like to call him John the Baptist because he wasn't a Baptist. Um, he was baptizing, but that was one of 17 different types of baptisms that we know of um, <clears throat> that the Jews did, and one of them was a baptism of repentance. That was the one he was, he was doing. But he was born of a father who was a high priest, so he should have been a high priest, and here he was doing something else altogether. Why? Breaking a religious mindset to come to maturity, to do that which he was called to do outside of the narrative of what he was born to be, which was uh, one who was walking the priesthood. And so, you know, if we have a look at um, this whole issue of bringing us to maturity, I love this. Someone once said to me, do you think that God takes us into dry places and causes wildernesses? I said, absolutely. He said, oh, I don't believe that at all. I think it's solely based on our own stupidity. And I said, well, let me show you a scripture. And he got annoyed because he said, I always had scripture for everything. But here it is. Hosea 2, 14 and 15. Therefore, behold. I will allure her, I will bring her, I will entice her, Israel, and will bring her into the wilderness and speak comfort to her. And in that wilderness, I will give her vineyards from there in the wilderness and the valley of Achor as a door of hope. She will sing there as in the days of her youth and as in the days when she came up from the land of Israel And it shall be in that day, says the Lord, that you will call me my husband and no longer call me my master. Love the scripture. So here it says clearly that Yahweh allures us, he entices us, he calls us into the wilderness. Why? And in the wilderness, he speaks comfort to us. Why? To bring us to maturity, to take us in the wilderness, to learn some things that we need to learn. But the best part of being in a wilderness, to go, I've been in a wilderness for 20 years. I want to say something. Come on, that might be a wilderness of your own doing. I will allure you into the wilderness. Why? To speak comfort to you. And I will give you vineyards, from your place of wilderness, vineyards speak to me of, of finances, of restoration, of the running, um, you know, uh, provision of Yahweh, the, 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 the pouring out of the wine um, of His Spirit upon you. That's what it looks like to me. I'll give her vineyards from there, or if you are into making wine and have a vineyard, bless you, because that'll be your vineyard. He'll give you more. And I'll give you the valley of Acor. As a door of hope. In your wilderness, he gives you a door of hope. He gives you vineyards. He speaks comfort to you. And then you begin to sing. Where? In your wilderness. As in the days of your youth, as in the days when you came out of the land of nothing, Egypt, rubbish stuff. He's going to get you to sing. He's going to get you to uh, listen to these words of comfort and he's going to show you the door of hope. So it's imperative that in our maturing as sons, we know how to be allured into the wilderness. And in your wilderness, for goodness sake, don't sit and bawl and squall and moan and cry. God's forsaken me. People have walked away from me. It's terrible. I don't love God anymore. I'm just going to walk away. They just hate me. People, church has disappointed me. People have let me down. I'm done. Let me try and bring it to you in another way. Behold, listen to me, child. I have allured you. I have pulled you into this place of wilderness. Now stop whining and let me speak comfort to you. And while I'm speaking comfort, I want you to look around you because I'm going to give you vineyards here. And not only that, you see that valley of Acor? It's become your door of hope. Now you begin to sing. I want to say to you, Even this place um, of whining and this is awful and all things are awful and the church is disgusting and I've deconstructed from the church and I hate everything about religion, blah, blah, blah. God is breaking our religious mindsets. I understand it, but never ever stamp on and talk against your foundation because that's why you have a foundation. It's good for you. Allow yourself in this place in the valley of Achor to look into the door of hope. And in the door of hope, speak comfort, open your eyes and look at the vineyards, look at the provision and begin to sing by faith. Stop blaming everything and everyone around you and begin to sing by faith. If you keep going into wildernesses, sometimes I want to say, maybe stop the stuff you're always doing to get into the wilderness and, and stop the pattern. Stop the pattern, let God take you to the wilderness because when he does, he speaks comfort, gives you a vineyard and takes you to the door of hope, you begin to sing. Another beautiful scripture that brings us to a place of maturity is Psalm 23, verse 5. That there is a table set before me in the midst of my enemies. Wow. Now, you can't, there's a table set before me in the midst of my enemies, which is sitting in the valley. It's not on the mountaintops when the troller la is happening. The la-la-la-la-la, i am in such a good place, everything's great, lots of money, lots of hope, lots of com- contracts, lots of great crazy stuff. Actually, no, it's in that place where we are sitting in the wilderness or in the place where we're in the valley. And then he says, oh, guess what? I'll set a table before you in the midst of my enemies. And, the, you know, amazingly, my husband, when he was engaging to be healed, of cancer, he said one day, he said, Lindy, I was lying on the floor with their feathers falling around, angels and would come and minister to him, and he would quote scripture and worship for two hours, and he, he literally worshipped his way into divine health, and one day he came to me, said, Lindy, I saw the table, I said, what table did you see, he said, I saw the table set before me, in the midst of my enemies, I said, wow, he literally physically saw it, as he began to see Um, with his physical human eye, that which cannot be seen, and he created it and pulled it forward, and he walked into divine health. When he transitioned to glory, he didn't die because he was ill. He died because his scroll was done, and he just stopped living, which was such a joy and a victory for us. He worshipped himself into divine health. So I want to encourage you today that in our maturing, get rid of your religious mindset. He'll make you do some crazy things to get rid of it, but do it. Look if you're in that wilderness place. It's maturing you. It's maturing you to, to listen to his comfort, listen to the hope, look at your vineyards, look at the table set before in the midst of your enemies in the valley, and then set your heart to build a relationship with the Father. Do not set your heart to build an encounter with the Father. Set your heart to build a relationship because it's out of relationship where he speaks comfort. It's out of a relationship that he gives you a vineyard. It's out of a relationship that he shows you in the Valley of Acor, the door of hope. And it's out of a relationship that you will begin to sing as in the days of your youth, as in the days when you came out of that place of Egypt, that place of nothingness. So you build a relationship, not an encounter. And in that place, he then brings you into that place of encounter because everything comes out of relationship. Your provision is in another world. Your provision is in another place. It says here, your provision is in this place, uh, this vineyard, this place is in the wilderness that he lures you and pulls you into. It's in another place. It's in another dimension. you got to allow yourself to go into that dimension, to go through the hardness, to turn to Yahweh and say, God, as hard as this is, I turn to you. I hold on to you. I walk with you. I look at you and begin to walk into all that he has for us because he's looking for mature sons. He's looking for us to be displayed as mature sons. When I was struggling about a month after my husband transitioned and just lying on my bed wailing, just saying, God, this is so hard. and I, And I never expected this. And I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign up for this. 23 years of marriage. I'd only been separate from him for a week when he was on a mission trip. I used to do everything with him all the mission trips, all the CDs, all the TV productions, everything we ever did, I did with him. And it was so hard. And I just began, to, I just turned in my valley. Of pain to him, and I began to worship. And I said, God, you are good. You are God. You are on your throne and you are good. You never fell off your throne when he transitioned. And you are good. No matter what happens to me, God, you are good. And I kept on like this for 20 minutes. I felt sick. My heart was breaking. I was my my throat felt strangulated as as I was crying. And I just kept going, God, you're good, God, you're good. I would not do anything but turn to the goodness of God in the land of the living. And he'd put me in this wilderness, and he began to speak to me, and he began to show me something, began to talk to me, physically speak to me, and it was as if something went click in my ear, I heard a click, and the spirit of grief was switched off, and I was okay, and I was all right with being here, and he was there, I was all right with my children not having a daddy here, but that he was walking with Yahweh and he was fulfilling his scroll and the call that he had within the realms of his kingdom and we would fulfill ours here. And it was okay. But I had to sit in that valley before me, the table set before me in the midst of my enemies. I had to sit in that valley, in that wilderness and turn to the valley of Acor, the door of hope. I had to turn to the vineyards. I had to turn to his, his, his comforting voice. And it was only in that place that I could then sing. 20 minutes I did that and everything changed. That is what I say to you today. Turn your hearts towards becoming a mature son and turn towards him and learn what you have to learn so that you can walk into being displayed as a mature son.